What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Something Borrowed with me, Kirsty Tam. This week is episode number eight, and I know last week I said I might have another interview, but I actually had some more ideas for podcasts that I really wanted to talk about, and these are also going to be future blog posts that are going to be more all-inclusive, but I just wanted to kind of start sharing some of these ideas with you guys. For those of you that are actually wedding planning, this might be super helpful because I know you can get very overwhelmed. So this week's episode is going to be kind of some questions to ask your vendors that you might not have thought of in the moment. Maybe you are talking to a vendor on the phone, a photographer, and you have some initial questions on the top of your head and then you realize after you got on the phone, off the phone with them, oh, I wish I asked them this, this, and this. So I kind of wanted to list out some questions just to get you thinking, to get the juices flowing, to stir, you know, some thoughts, maybe some things that are important to you that the vendors can answer for you that might be a make it or break it for them. I want to preface that this is obviously not an all-inclusive list of questions to ask your vendors, and I did not want to include like common sense questions, like do you have my day available, stuff like that, because those are, like I said common sense these are just more kind of the questions that you might not necessarily think of and like I said I'm going to do a blog post that is going to include even more questions than the ones that I'm going to be mentioning but I didn't want this podcast episode to just be me rattling off lists of questions I think it's much easier in a text format so that will be a future blog post coming soon to my website somethingborrowedco.com you guys know I always have that link down below for you And of course, I am still offering my wedding planning services. I have some clients who I'm helping out now, and hopefully I will have some reviews up on my website in the near future. I am definitely looking to take on more clients, so let me help you research your vendors, research your venues. I am currently researching some venues for one of my clients, and I really love just, you know, kind of trying to find unique venues that you might not be able to find on your own if you don't have the time. Just getting down to finding some different options for you guys so if you're planning a wedding and you feel like you need some help I offer super affordable rates if you want to hire me as a wedding planner by hourly rate I charge $27 an hour you can do a free 15-minute consultation session to see if I might even be a good fit for you and then I also offer just one-off 30-minute and one-hour sessions at $15 and $29 respectively so check that out if you guys are looking for any help I can answer questions. I can do research for you. I can organize for you. Anything that you need help with, I got you. So anyways, I don't want to plug myself too much in the beginning of this episode, but of course I have to because it's my new business, guys. So I hope you understand, but let's just get right into this week's episode. So this week is going to focus on three vendors, photographer, videographer, and a wedding coordinator. And then I'm going to do another episode next week that's going to focus on three different types of vendors. If you guys have any suggestions on types of vendors that you want me to help you come up with questions for, shoot me a DM, an email, all of that contact information is on my website, somethingborrowedco.com. So check that out if you guys want to be featured on this podcast or want to have your question or a vendor as part of the episode. So without further ado, like I just said two times, let's get into this week's episode and start right off with questions to ask your photographer. So as I said, I don't want to talk about a lot of common sense questions like, do you have the day available? How long have you been doing this? 
Maybe how long have you been doing this is a good question just to get an idea. It depends on kind of what you're going for. If you're looking for maybe a more budget photographer, maybe they haven't been doing this for, you know, years and years, but that's okay because they are probably charging lower prices. So here are just some general questions and then I'm going to give you my top five bonus questions that you might not have thought of on your own. So of course the first one, you know, you can't ask how long have you been a wedding photographer and how many weddings have you done? How many weddings do you take on a year? Just so you can have an idea of how busy they are. Maybe if they take on a lot of weddings, they don't have the time to edit your photos as fast as you might like. So that's another question to ask is how long is your usual turnaround time to get your photos back if that's something that's important to you. Another important question is, is it going to be the person that you're talking to shooting your wedding or are they going to have an assistant? Are they just running the business and they're going to send out a different photographer, whoever's available on the day of? I think that's something that's really important to know because if you're having a conversation with someone on the phone and you're getting to know them, you might want them to be the person who's actually shooting your wedding day. Maybe you click with them and you really want them there, but you find out they're not going to be the one actually shooting it. So I think that is a pretty fair question to ask. Another question is also, do you have anyone else who can shoot if we want multiple photographers? Or sometimes photographers use an assistant all the time and don't disclose it, but then they charge you an extra fee for that on their contract. So ask them if they are going to have an assistant with them and if that is included in the price. Or if you wanted to tack on another photographer, if that's an option, how much is that per hour or how much is that to add on to the package that you're getting? Another question that is probably pretty important is how many hours are the packages that the photographers offer for and how much is additional time to add on. For example, our photographer, I think the package was six hours and we tacked on an extra two hours at the beginning and tail end of the day to get the getting ready pictures and the dance floor pictures. This also depends on how spread out your wedding is. Maybe if you're doing a first look, it's starting earlier in the day and then your ceremony is going to be later in the day and you need a photographer that can be there all day for that. You want the getting ready pictures in the morning. Maybe that starts at 8 a.m. Maybe the first look is at 1. Maybe the ceremony is at 5 and then the reception to follow. So that's going to take up pretty much the whole entire day for a photographer. So you want to make sure they have packages or are able to accommodate that. And just on that note, this is not related to questions to ask them. But if you are having a photographer for the whole entire day, please, please, please feed them. Please know that you are supposed to be giving them a meal or at least giving them a break for lunch and then providing them a dinner plate. That is usually included in their contracts. But just know, I know some people don't know that you do have to feed your vendors, but they are working all day on your feet, making your dream day a reality and taking the pictures and doing whatever it is that they do. So please make sure that you feed them. Sorry, that was just a little side note that I wanted to throw in there because some people don't know. Um, another question for your photographer is, is the editing and retouching included in the package price? And do I get the rights to the photos with no watermarks on them? And are those accessible online and for how long? I know that was a very loaded question. There was a lot of questions in one, so let's break that down. Sometimes the photographers might charge extra to do the editing and retouching, so that is something that you definitely want to clarify. Do I get the rights to my photos? Sometimes you have to purchase specific photo rights after the photographer takes the shots, you have to go on the website and pick the ones and pay extra to get rights to the photos. 
Otherwise, they might have watermarks on them. So figure that out too if the whole package includes you getting the rights to all the photos or if you're going to have to pay an extra fee to get the ones that you want. And will they be accessible online and for how long? So this is important if you guys want them digitally. I downloaded all of mine into my laptop so they were online. And you want to know how long they're online for. Maybe it's a year, maybe it's six months. That could make a difference to you. So definitely make sure that you are asking your photographer that. So now I'm going to talk about my kind of top five bonus questions that you might not have thought of to ask your photographer. One is, do you accept payments in installations? I know some might not explicitly say this on their contract or on their website or anywhere, but it never hurts to ask, especially if you are working on your budget and you want to make monthly payments. It is always a great question to ask. Most photographers will ask for about 50% down and then the remaining due on the wedding day, but you might be able to work something out with them. It really just depends on the photographer and the worst that they can say is no. Question number two is, have you ever shot at my venue before? And if so, do you have a blog post or gallery of it? This was super helpful when I was planning my wedding because I wanted to envision what my wedding was going to look like through my photographer's lens at my actual venue. And my photographer had shot at my venue before. He had a pretty good layout of the land. He actually did have a blog post about it. So I was able to see actual pictures from my photographer at my venue. And that just really gave me comfort in knowing that I was making the right decision in photographer because there are so many photographers out there. There's so many different styles and ways that they edit and ways that they capture moments. So definitely do your online research, stalk their Instagram profiles, stalk their Facebooks, stalk their blog posts if they have pictures, and of course their website gallery. But if they have shot at your venue before, that is totally a bonus if they have a post about it and you can see. Question number three is, can we request a list of shots that we want? And if so, what is that process like? I know some photographers are more old-fashioned and it's very cut and dry. They have a way of taking the pictures. They, you know, very quickly go through the line of family. They tell you the poses, but maybe you want some more specific, unique shots so that is something that you want to ask your photographer if you can have a say in what kind of shots you're getting or if you want certain shots, if they're willing to work with you on that. Another question, uh, bonus question number four is, will you be submitting these photos to a magazine or doing a blog post about it with the photos included? If it's something that you want to keep private and you don't want all over on the internet or for the world to see, then that is definitely an important question so that you can make sure if they are able to not, you know, submit those photos or do a blog post about it if you want your privacy. If you don't really care about the privacy, then maybe you don't have to ask this question, but I guess it would be kind of cool if he was like, yeah, I'm going to submit these photos to a magazine and they actually made it in. And what if you had no clue, but you know, that'd be really cool to see. So I think it's a fair question and I kind of wish I asked my photographer this. I totally didn't, but for all I know, there's a blog post out there about mine and my husband's wedding. And Top bonus question number five is, do you carry backup equipment? And I'm going to tell you guys a quick personal story. On our wedding day, I hired the photographer for the whole day and we were taking getting ready photos. And for some reason, one of the memory cards got corrupted. So I do not have any pictures of me getting ready, of me help uh, my bridesmaids helping me putting my dress on, me and my maid of honor putting my garter on. 
you know, my mom and grandma getting ready. So that was really sad to me when I found out those photos were lost. There's also no photos of like my dress hanging up or my shoes or anything like that. So always ask if they have backup equipment and if they maybe have a backup for if a memory card was corrupted, maybe they're going to shoot some pictures on two cameras so they have a better chance of keeping it. But that is, again, something I wish I asked. So a lot of these questions are from personal experience and you live and learn. Hindsight is twenty twenty. So I hope you guys are actually taking these questions to heart and, you know, consider asking them. Never feel like you're asking too much questions. You are paying them for a service. That is their job. So ask away. All right, guys, I'm going to move on to the videographer. And a lot of the questions from the photographer can also be part of the videographer questions, but I'm going to give you some top five bonus questions for a videographer that are more specific to just the videographer. So another question that's not included on this list, but I want to say is, has your videographer ever worked with your photographer? I found in my research and experience that if they have worked together, it usually transitions better like the stuff comes out better the photographer is not getting in the videographer's way and vice versa you don't want you know pictures of equipment or cords or whatever in the pictures in the video so my photographer and videographer did a fantastic job of working together and just making everything so seamless I didn't even know any of them were there the whole time which I feel like is usually the case but again just something to ask if they've ever worked together if you already have one vendor or the other and you're considering a second option and if they haven't worked with them it's not the end of the world they've obviously worked with other photographers or if it's a photographer have worked with other videographers so maybe just ask about how they would adapt to working with someone they've never worked with before so anyways let's get into the top five bonus questions for the videographer number one is how long are your typical highlight videos so trailer highlight whatever you want to call it those are kind of just the overview of the whole day kind of what most people get from their videographer package and I noticed on some videographer websites that the videos really did range in time so if you want a certain amount of time maybe ask them if there's like a minimum and a maximum if that's important to you Question number two is, can I buy all the raw footage? So I actually did this. I got all the raw footage from my wedding and I do do YouTube, so I do know how to video edit. So I can actually take all that footage and edit a video like exactly how I want it with everything from the day. So we did get like, we'll call it the highlight reel of the wedding, but now I can take my footage and make it into whatever I want. So if you guys are into editing or you just want all the footage to watch, which honestly was really fun to just watch the raw footage as it was, see if you can buy that from the videographer. Question number three is, can the videographer put together a longer movie highlight with all the key points like the vows, the toast, the cake cutting, the dances, etc.? Sometimes they will offer like an add-on and usually it's like maybe a 30-minute video where they have the full, like the full ceremony, the full toasts, the full cake cutting, the full, the full first dances, stuff like that in two separated sections so that you can kind of watch those whole moments, you know, as they were the actual day. So if that's something that you want, definitely ask if you can add that on. Question number four is how discreet is your equipment? Back to kind of what I said at the beginning of this segment. Will it get in the way of the photographer? Are they going to make sure that they're coordinating with the photographer so they're not like stepping over each other? Pretty self-explanatory there. 
And question number five is how long does it typically take to get the finished product delivered and how is it delivered? So our finished product was sent to us on a, uh, I think it's called a disk drive, if I'm not mistaken, but we also got it electronically via email. So it is also online and shareable that way, but I'm really glad that we got the kind of hard copy of it and that's also how we got all the raw footage but if it matters to you how you're going to get it if you want an actual like physical copy of it if you just want it online if that's something that is important to you definitely ask that so like I said a lot of the photographer questions could go along with the videographer and vice versa um but I'm going to get into the last vendor of this episode and that is questions to ask a wedding coordinator And again, aside from the kind of common sense questions, these are just going to be some kind of more fun, fair questions that you might not have thought of. So question number one, did you hire a wedding planner for your own wedding? I don't know that the answer to this necessarily matters too much. I just think it's a really fun question and I would love to see how a wedding coordinator kind of answers this because as you guys know now, I am a wedding coordinator and I did not want a wedding planner for my actual like whole wedding. I wanted to do it all myself, but I did want a day of coordinator. So I did not have to worry about a thing. I just wanted to sit back, relax and enjoy the day. So I did hire a day of coordinator. Best decision, best decision that I made for the day of the wedding, honestly, probably the best vendor choice. But yeah, so I think that's a fun question. Question number two is, can you give me an example of something that went wrong on a client's wedding day and how you helped to resolve it? I think this is just kind of a good question to get them thinking on their feet and see, you know, if a crisis arises, how can they fix it and how can they help you? Because that might be their job the day of your wedding. For example, my wedding, the limo didn't show up the second time they were supposed to. So my wedding coordinator literally went to the hotel and picked up my grandparents and parents and brought them to the venue. And then the bridesmaids did not have any lunch. So she shared her sandwich with them. It was literally the sweetest thing. Like talk about going above and beyond. But anyways, uh, moving on. Question number three, how many weddings do you take on per year? This question might be pretty important to you because if they take on a lot of weddings, then they might be really busy and might not be the fastest in responding to you or might just have a lot going on and not being able to really focus on yours. So if they don't have too, too many weddings, maybe they do, you know, for a year, then they can provide you a lot more time, a lot more assistance. Question number four, how involved can I be in planning? And the answer to this can really help you determine if you want them as a coordinator because if you want to do the majority of the planning and they really don't want too much involvement, they are going to act like they're going to kind of run the whole show. Maybe you don't want to work with them. If they're very, very laid back and, you know, kind of going in the direction you want them to go in, but you want a full wedding planner to kind of take the reins and do everything, then maybe that relationship's not going to work. So it really depends on you what kind of involvement you want in your own wedding planning and just make sure that you click with the coordinator's personality and that you know you think it's going to be a good team are they personable do you get along with them do they seem pushy or you know you can use your judgment there but I think that's an important question to ask depending on your own personal beliefs of how involved you want to be in your own wedding planning and question number five The last bonus question for wedding coordinator is what is not included in your planning package? You can read the list online about 
what's included. They could tell you what they're going to do for you. But I think a really interesting question is to ask them what is not included in their package. And they might have to pause. They might not know the answer to this right away. So again, I think it's just a fun question to have them think on their feet and see you know, if they're really someone that you want to work with the day of, because the wedding planner is a huge part of your wedding if, you know, you're having them be involved in a lot of it. So those are all of my kind of bonus questions to ask your vendors. And this was part one of a two-part episode. Who knows, this might even turn into a three-part episode because I thought this episode was really great and really helpful. And I wish that somebody kind of did one of these when I was a bride planning my wedding because like I said, I didn't think of several of these questions that I wish that I had asked. So anyways, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. If you did and you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could take two seconds of your day to just leave a quick little five-star review. If you want to leave a comment, that would be amazing. I would be forever grateful and I'm going to start shouting out uh, review comments if I start getting them. So if you guys want to do that and be featured on the episode, definitely go ahead and do that. But otherwise, like I said, I will always have my things mentioned linked down below, my website and all that fun stuff. So if you guys are planning a wedding, definitely check that out. There's so much more content on my wedding website. I hope you guys are having a great day or night whenever you're listening to this and I will see you guys in next week's episode. Bye!